Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Turbo, a Soccer Rangers podcast. We talk about nerdom, conventions, and cosplay, and as many other things that we want to talk about. This week, though, we're having a little bit of a different topic. But first off, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Robert, and I almost forgot to unmute. <laughs> that That's not a color. That's not a color. Unmute is not a color. I'm the unmuted ranger. <laughs> unmuted colors are colors, aren't there? I thought that was like... Yes, yes, yes. I am the not muted red. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So you can have muted red. Can you not? I'm Amy, and I'm the rose gold pink ranger. Ooh, I'm sure I like I'm that. Going metallic on us. Uh, but yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, we are doing something a little bit different today. Um, we're actually going to talk music. Um, I thought we were talking about Enter the Spider-Verse. <sighs> but when we finish, <sighs> that'll be what we're starting on. <laughs> Adding one Spider-Man to a movie good, why not add all of them? It'll make the movie <laughs> great. <laughs> but no, but, for, but we're talking about music this week uh, as our main topic. But first off, um, Robert is desperate to talk about the Spider-Verse. So, yes. So, yes, of course, so we are going to talk about that for a little bit, and then we're going to get into our favorite music and our favorite bands and get, let you know a little bit of what we like to listen to. So, Robert, tell us about the Spider-Verse. Okay, so preview night happened last night. I have a lot of great things to say, and I do not want to oversell this movie. I really don't because this is... I don't think what a lot of people are expecting the film to be. I really like the trailers and the advertisements for it so far, but I don't feel like it fully represents what this movie is because it's got a lot more heart than I was expecting. Then what are you expecting it to be? What what do you think it is? Well, so watching the trailers, I mean, we're seeing some beautiful animation and what looks to be, Lead-ins to really good action scenes, well-paced comedy. I mean, it seems like it's just going to be a fun action flick with a couple of memorable moments on there. I'm happy to say that not only was this actually a real Spider-Man story, like it hit the right emotional points when it needed to, and had really well-developed characters, including the comedy cavalcade of Spider-Verse characters, I have to ask though, when you think of a spider a Spider-Man film, yeah. or what do you consider a Spider-Man film? Like because you, you just said that it just it hits those points. What are those points? Well, I mean, uh, Spider-Man would be a key one, I think. Well, no yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta no, have no, your it's a Spider-Man uh, your... film, but we're talking about Jake down the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, technically, we're not talking about it's 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 not it's Miles Morales, so it's it's not Peter Parker. That's a thing. So it's, yeah, no, it's it's a Spider-Man though. Yeah, it is a Spider-Man. The thing is, though, is that you can't really consider Spider-Man to be what's underneath. It kind of has to be. It, Spider-Man is technically the costume. Sort of. I mean, in a way. Yeah. In a way. In, in, in a way. Yeah. I mean, the spider powers. The multi, are too. Yeah. The, the Spider-Verse that's been created is definitely a bit of a complexity. But yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because yeah, when I think of a Spider-Man movie, I'm thinking about. Like the Sam Raimi trilogy, I'm thinking about Spider-Man: Homecoming, and to a lesser extent, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, because of those ones, they are character stories. The suit stuff is really almost secondary to what you're really watching. The character and their progression is really the big thing in there. Whether it was Tobey Maguire in the first one with finding his place in the world. He's got these extraordinary abilities, but is struggling with just everything in his life, losing Uncle Ben. And what do you do when everything you care about is being threatened? Spider-Man 2, where you finally find a father figure in somebody and he goes insane on you. And you're the only person that can go and save him and the city. And there's is a quick deep Are they doing the father figure? Is that doing Do- is that Doc Ock or is that something else? Do- Doc Ock is Spider Man Two, yeah. Because seriously, okay, watch okay. that movie back. I know not everybody is as in love with that one as I am, but the character relationships is really the main focus of that film, and yeah. it works really well, despite how yes. cartoonish and goofy they are as a whole. I love Sam and Raimi's also, directing style. <laughs> but also, if you look at the newest Spider Man game. The mentor of Peter Parker is, of course, Dr. Octavius. 
Yeah. And he works for Dr. Octavius. So. Yeah. Which, and that worked well in the video game. I loved Insomniac's take on that. So, I mean, this movie had a lot to live up to because we have had a couple of good films. The MCU Spider-Man has been very well received. Uh you know, Tom Holland's good. The one from the video game's been good. We've had several good cartoon iterations. And for this to be a movie take on Spider-Man where Peter Parker is not the primary emphasis is a little bit weird. Like, I honestly don't know how this thing got greenlit, but this is another uh, studio joint. It's Sony Pictures Animation in production with Marvel Entertainment. So while this isn't an MCU movie, this is one of the things that is working really well for Sony right now. Just like with Venom, and despite that not being, you know, a fantastic movie, though I really did enjoy it. Financially, that movie did very well. I'm I'm very happy about that, quite honestly. There's a lot of potential moving forward. Crap ton of people from what I remember. Yeah, no, it's it's weird because it's got a really high audience score, but like the critics absolutely hate it. And honestly, a lot of the hate that I read in the reviews just didn't seem to make sense. I'm really curious to see what comes out of the critic reviews for Enter the Spider-Verse. Because this damn movie did so much right. And yet I can just hear people going and screaming, yeah, but it would have been better if Marvel did it. Like, I'm really waiting for that to come in. (laughs) Because, yeah, it takes place from the perspective of Miles Morales starting off as just a regular high schooler, getting powers, and getting mentored by Peter Parker. If you've seen the trailer, you kind of understand where the basics of the storyline is going. But, mm. oh my god, all of the spider people that are in there, I don't know, even know, spider people, spider men's, I don't, I don't even know. Oh, all the of them spider. have good moments. Yeah, spider. all of the yeah, exactly. All of there, them have the, good the term, the term that came up is the totem, the spider totem. They're, they're, they're all representatives of the spider totem. Is what it is. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I really care one way or another. It's just Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir might be one of the greatest casting decisions I've ever seen. Not since Teen Titan goes to the movies have we had a moment where Nicolas Cage has been so well utilized in that role. Okay, that's kind of a joke, but still, Nicolas Cage was great. Uh, God, what the hell is the name of the guy that did Spider-Ham? He was hilarious spider pig (laughs) like seriously i just kept waiting for somebody just to go and do a really half-assed attempt to rip that musical line or something like that hey it's a spider pig i don't know i i just kept waiting and it never happened but seriously miles morales they did a great job of writing the character i do like miles from Uh, The comic books that I've read with him, I think that he is a legitimately good, not replacement character, but an addition to the Spider-Man franchise. He didn't feel like something they just threw in for the sake of shaking up uh, a classic character or anything like that. We didn't need to do anything weird with him. Uh, And I love the take that they had on him. Miles and his father were absolutely great. Uh, I'm glad the trailers didn't give anything really away with those two. They are honestly compelling. I loved Miles' family. They really did help to go and ground the character despite all of the insane things that are going on. The animation was so fluid. The action was great. I can't say the movie is perfect. Like I said, I don't want to oversell this film, but I do want everybody to see it because... I want to see more movies like this. Sony Animation has done some crap. They've done some good stuff. Sometimes the crap ends up getting more money at the box office than what it should, and sometimes the good stuff just doesn't. There was one thing I was actually kind of curious about. Yeah. How how did, like, who, um, with Venom, where did those rights come from? Did they come along with the Spider-Man rights? Well, this is, so here's the thing. So, when uh, Marvel was going under and they sold all of the movie rights and television rights to these characters off, Venom came along with the basic Spider-Man package. Okay. So they've had him basically forever. They just but, never fucking touched him. Well, other than Spider-Man 3. And that's one that Sam Raimi hated having him in there because he was just kind of shoved in at the last minute. Like, yeah. the studio wants him. I don't care. I, we're doing a Sandman thing. No, we want Venom. 
fine, whatever. Fuck it. But yeah, they hadn't touched him for any solo projects or anything like that. Then after the leak happened, or I should say after the hack happened over at Sony and they went and put a lot of stuff on hold, that was on when they were approached by Marvel and an actually good deal was made. Unlike, say, Fantastic Four on where Marvel just straight up shut down the comics and all that stuff because they wanted the rights back from Fox, which I still think is one of the biggest dick moves and probably one of the smartest things I've ever done. Um, in the case of this one, they're just like, we want Spider-Man for the MCU. You guys have not had a particularly great success with this character. Okay. Let's talk a little bit here. How can we better our relationship? Because unlike with Fox, all of the merchandising rights still were owned by Marvel that involved the Spider-Man franchise. So whenever, no matter what movie they released, Marvel was still going to make money off of it in some way. Okay. They had a bit of a better relationship. So when they went and shelved the Sinister Six movie and gave the rights to go and use Peter Parker as Spider-Man back to Marvel for use with their movies and got to produce them and distribute them. So Marvel basically flips the bill making the movie. Sony gets to publish this stuff and make bank off of it. That was a good deal for them. And they went and relaxed some of the rights requirements for some of the extended catalog. Miles okay. Morales was a character created after that original deal came out. So they never would have been able to touch him. Instead, they basically given full access to Spider-Gwen. They've given full access to Penny Parker, Miles Morales, all of these alternate Spider-Man. And they can still use Peter Parker. He just can't be the sole emphasis okay. of any of their films anymore is basically okay. it. So going back to Spider-Verse, what do you, so yeah. give me, give me a, a good, a little, a bit of a rating here. Ah, okay. So, um, music, it's a 10 out of 10. Like just everything with that was fantastic. Visually. That isn't the, is yeah. a Sony thing very much. Sony has on a music, on a music podcast. So we're going to talk about it later. Yeah. Sony <laughs> has a lot of license and controls a lot of music. So all the Sony movies have very free license rights to a lot of songs. So that's the one thing is that with Sony, they have very, a very good sound design team. I mm-hmm. will admit that 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 work in, both in their films, on their movies, on their on the sorry on their films, on their TV shows that they work with, and also their video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of good going on for Sony with that one. So music, I mean, it's a ten out of ten. Animation wise, I thought it was actually going to be a little jarring. Like it's very stylized, and you guys know on how my biggest complaint about modern animated films is the fact that there's no style. Everything just looks like the pixar era of the late 90s early 2000s everything's just kind of copied that smooth face structure Mm -hmm. this one they took it in such an abstract way that the 3d almost looks like really well done stop motion animation like it just feels good the characters are unique and dynamic and they're able to do so much because very little of the stuff is really on model so animation is another thing. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. It, I'm not going to give everything 10s. These are the two points that really need to be said because I want to see more movies that look like this and I want more movies that sound like this. Because okay. music fit everything in there, even down to character stuff. And visually, it's stunning. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, Disney, take a lesson from this, please, for the love of God. Learn something right. from what this film did. Uh, story-wise, this is an 8 out of 10. It's not overly complex, but it's got just enough going on there to keep you interested and fully invested through the entire runtime. I never felt like it slowed down at the wrong points. I didn't feel like they really wasted any opportunities. Uh, The only thing that's a little bit depressing is that they did such a good job with Kingpin this time around, and I wish we had gotten more screen time with them. I wanted to know more about this character than what I got in this film. He was very different than the one from Spider-Man PS4 or anything I'd seen beforehand. Uh, so in other words, go go watch it. Yeah, no, that, that really is what it comes down to. It, okay. The whole film as a whole, I really think this is an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10. They just got so much good right. And the little things that I could complain about, honestly, it's getting petty at this point. It's, it's the exact opposite of what went on with Venom, where it's like, I could criticize everything about this movie, and yet I still walked out of there wanting more. Okay. So, so thank you. Yeah, please, see this movie. It's coming out... 
Uh, let's see here. This podcast is going to release on the third. It's coming out in a week and a half. So please get your tickets. Go to Fandango or whatever your thing is. Go and buy some tickets. Go see it. Let's make this one a success because really we want more like this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Getting back in, onto our main topic, we've decided I've, I kind of put this forward is that I wanted to talk about music because I don't think we've ever really talked about our own personal types of music that we enjoy. Well, personally, I have the, for me, I've grown up with music throughout my schooling. Um, I was in band, didn't do the best, but I was still in that. And I grew up learning how to play piano and everything like that. And I have a great love for almost every type of, every type of music. Um, but I figured we'd kind of share some of our favorite bands and kind of share with you, the audience. And then you can also, if you want, you can also send in names of bands and or, or songs that you like to our email at soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com. And you can tell us that, uh, what do you think? And then we might listen to that. And who knows, you might have another, we might join the fandom of whatever band that you might have. So, the um, bandom. The bandom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but I know for Tyler as well, because Ty- I grew up with Tyler, and Tyler, of course, is a drummer. Uh, <laughs> In other words, he couldn't play anything else, so they gave him two sticks. Uh, but no. Um, and Tyler, of course, what's your? Let's start with you, Tyler. What's your st- favorite style of music? Like, what? To, what was like? I know you like a little bit of everything. <laughs> Why are you starting with me? Oh my god, uh, <laughs> that's a very broad thing. I listen to a lot of stuff. What's a okay? A lot of stuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> Where do we okay. want to start? Okay, what would you say is a band that really um how about, this, you how, about how about we just say what am I listening to currently? Right now. Yeah, what do you listen to right now? Currently on my list, the most recent thing I listened to was La Brass Banda, which is okay. a Bavarian brass band. Cool. Yeah, I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to all all things like I don't know. I, I'll listen to heavy things like metal. So I'll listen to like Megadeth and uh, uh, um, Pantera for metal. I'll I'll listen to what about Scott. baby metal. I'll watch. I'll listen. To, I listen to baby metal. So I listen <laughs> to Japanese. <laughs> so I listen to like uh, electric eel shock, and I listen to Japanese metal like baby metal and uh, Maximum the Hormone. I listen to uh, uh, funk music a lot. I listen to soul. I listen to ska. I listen to punk. I listen to rock. I listen. What's to your favorite jazz. pump? What's your favorite classical? I listen to uh, dark country. I listen to old folk music. I listen to Irish folk. I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, Tyler, so. if you had to pick a song, if you were kind of tired and you had your day like like you got it for work and you're like oh god i have to go to work what's your pump up? What, what's your pump up pump up song <laughs> it really met oh what's a pump up song like it's got it's got a heavy fast beat and and it just gets you and it actually wakes you up and, and you're happy to play it nice and loud and it just gets you going i'm like okay that this be, keep... that's, that's a, a pile of stuff it could be you don't have a, a, I, I don't have the one I, song i don't yeah, have I, the one song. The, the reason i mentioned because i just have one that i just kind of really like as i use as a pump-up song so i figured i'd ask no i don't i've got multiple songs that could fit that criteria okay Okay, and what does music mean to you? Like, what does it kind of represent for you? These are like, very it, broad, weird questions. Cole. Yes, I know, I know. But but it, but like for you, what is it? What what do you use music for? Is it just like is it like relaxation? Do you use it for just travel? And just living. Work? It's part of living. I use it for living. Music music is an extent of me as breathing. I always yeah, have music. Have I have many music. types of music. I play music. Music. Just having music with me is probably one of my essential things. This is like you have shelter, you have food, you have some music. It keeps music, us sane. It's, it's what it is. It keeps yeah. us sane. Or it's as least as sane as possible anyway. <laughs> so having music is just important. It's uh, You just have to have it. So okay. without it. Because it, 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 yeah, it keeps stress down. It's a stress reliever. It's a relaxing thing. It's bides your time going from one place to another where it's silent. Just It bothers me. So I just have to have something going yeah so yeah. i always have music at work i'm listening to music at work all the time uh, I'll, I'll even when i play your favorite video games, 
I don't listen to radio stations because they play the same things over and over again. Yeah, unfortunately. But now that, that's uh, let's put it this way: I do listen to BPM, okay, uh, on satellite radio, on uh, Sirius XM because I do like my electronic dance. Uh, but I also listen to Octane on there too. And now that Christmas is coming around, I'm going to be listening to the Christmas Channel because when December first hits, I listen to Christmas music for the entire month. And then after that, I don't listen to Christmas in the You, f- you oh, must man. be really, you're insane. Why am I insane? What? You do some good well, Christmas you got there. Well, yeah. Days, Michael oh, Bublé. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah but there's, thing, there's like, like four Christmas oh, stations to... on Sirius XM. Okay, oh, oh, you okay. do not tell us that we are crazy. There are literally okay, thousands sorry. of it's, songs we get. Sorry, it's just that Bing whatever Crosby. I... You're telling me oh, Bing Crosby Yeah, crazy. good point, good point. Yeah, good point. <laughs> but no, the thing is, is that like I used to work for a hotel. um, a sh- The Sheraton brand. And I used to work in retail. You listen yes, to Christmas and, music all day. Yeah. yeah. And but the but the Christmas music that they choose is always the most horrible covers of those songs. And they're just on a short loop, and that's all you fucking hear hour after hour after hour. Well, yeah, because they're cheap. Yeah, exactly. That's just where I my hate for a good portion of um of Christmas music comes from. It's just from hearing so like I if I find good ones, I love them, I adore them. But unfortunately, I don't get a chance to very much. But yeah, since um, I've talked, I think I'll jump to myself now because I just want to talk a little bit about my like music that I enjoy as well. And just like Tyler, um, I, I've got too much. It's hard to start with me because basically anything you come up with, I can probably say I've listened to or add to because you're probably going to say things like Tragically Hip. You're probably going to say things like Great Big C. No, actually, those are my list. Ooh, I'm intrigued now. I thought yeah, you were. What the hell? Cole, Cole's uh, getting, Cole, <laughs> before this, Cole was talking about he had some Canadian bands. The Canadian bands are a big thing. Uh, yep. We have them. Uh, an interesting. There's an interesting topic that I wanted to bring up is that when when a lot of people think Canadian band, what's the first thing that you think of? Tragically hip. Okay. Yeah, tragically hip. But another one that a lot of people want but yeah, Nickelback. There we go. Is that a lot of people hate is like the worst band in the world. Actually, I don't think people really do know tragically hip. Because like here, Rob, play sing sing a tragically hip song right now. Go. You're mute. You muted. Take your mute off. You're not singing anything. (laughs) Because I don't know it. I I shot a movie once in my hometown. Everyone was in it. From miles around. Come on, come on now. Everyone just, I, you talk I, to a Canadian, they'll just I start. I have literally that. only ever heard you sing that. I have oh no God. idea what this is. Okay, I want you to open a tab right now and, and put that you in and then leave away. it for a little bit later. Lead singer just passed away from brain cancer? Yeah. yeah. Ouch. It was pretty recent. Man, he had, oh, basically, yeah, uh, he, he, was, he was going from that and it was, uh, it was basically, uh, imminent and he was like okay this this is gonna kill you so what he did so, he just like went on, he went tour. on tour yeah he's like this is my last tour i'm gonna die so fucking i'm gonna have fun now mm-hmm. yeah and then they had his very last show it like he just went to like a small hole in the wall pub and then they just closed the street down just to have a concert and they're like this is the thing here we go it's a tragically hip what are you gonna do it's it was the good hip. it was the literal goodbye tour yeah so fuck but no um there's actually there's actually one of them is actually local on my list. How local? Extremely local. local. From here, that people know about. Yes. But um, here's the thing, though. Okay, first off, Rise Against. Um, that's another Canadian man. That is ah, Canadian. yeah, yeah. That's the one I actually know. Yeah. Okay. So I have a couple of my favorite songs because I listen. Like I mentioned, I listen to the radio. And you would, and I listen to the, like, I listen to the radio all the time and I'm usually up really early and I listen to rock one Oh two and the sheepdogs. Yes, they are from Saskatoon, but those aren't the ones I was going to mention. Um, but first off, I'm going to mention an Ontario band real quick. Uh, the glorious sons. Um, yes. And those guys have been on the radio for a bit lately. Um, there's two song songs that I've been playing as, uh, is a really good song that I really enjoy. One of them is called Everything is Alright. Yep. Um, um, really good kind of like a talking, it's kind of, it's a kind of a storytelling about how, it was how we grew up and like I spent all my money on my last pack of cigarettes for the lady I love but the one I forget, but the, the one I forget. Like it's really good lyrics and I really enjoy it. And it's got a nice tempo to it. I really enjoy it. Another one though is that um, 
is Sawed Off Shotgun. <laughs> is the name of the song. Um, it talks about how it's, it's essentially talking about a really bad week. <laughs> it's like I've I've I lost my job. I got ho- you got hooked on oxycotton, and um, and the tax man came by, took my car, took my uh, it took my car, took and uh, and turned off the power. So I bought a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> like it's 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 a really really good song, and I think you guys should listen to it. It's actually really really well done. Um, they're from Kingston, Ontario. Um, they were formed back in 2011. They're actually not that old, but they were so signed by Black Box in on in um, Ontario or in Toronto in 2013. So they're really quite good. And I think they ju- they were actually just here last a couple last week. They actually had a show here at TCU Place um, about yeah about a week and a half ago. And apparently they sold out the entire building. <laughs> So, but it was about, it's not a huge area, but they sold that about 4,000 tickets, which is still pretty, pretty impressive. Um, but my current pump up song though, is by the local song, which is one bad son. And I, yep. there now Tyler, Tyler recognizes this one and the pump up song for this is raging bull. So if you get a chance to listen to that, that's really good. But yes, uh, One Bad Son is from Saskatoon. They just finished uh, a tour with Sebastian Bach. And um, yeah, they've been going since 2004. And one of them's um, an entertainment... The drummer is an entertainment lawyer. An entertainment what lawyer. What about yes. your pump-up song gets you pumped? It just, the, it? The, it's the beat. It's the power behind the drum it's actually the drums actually it's just because it's high it's hard tom it's all that you know the it's a large low tom and it just banging and it just hits really well along with the bass drum and it's really really good and how they've mixed the snare with everything looks it just it feels like it if you if it just feels like it's hitting you in the chest and i really like that about a pump up song if you'd like i could just hit you in the chest if you can re- if you can if you can reach three thousand miles uh, three thousand miles I walk five thousand miles <laughs> I would walk five thousand Proclaimers there's another band good yeah the Proclaimers they up but another one that I Celtic my rock and folk and punk I listen to that too so that's like uh, how about neo metal neo metal neo sorry neo medieval sorry neo medieval well that, that'd be like medieval with rapping in it. Ne- no, oh, no, 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 Corvax. No, you just, yeah, that's a band you keep talking about a lot. And I really, really like it. <laughs> it I'm is, not a fan of them. They're not, I get they got a bunch of instruments, but it's not. I just catchy. like the drone. I like, the, they're not yeah, that's, super, catchy. but that's the problem is it's a drone. It's like when you listen to it, you're like, and it's just a drone. It's... Yeah. But no, getting into other just really quick other things, other bands that I enjoy. Of course, I'm a huge fan of Ozzy and Black Sabbath. Um, I actually didn't really, wasn't really into them until about 2010, 2011, 2012, I think. And that wasn't until I watched, I listened to one of Ozzy's latest CVs, and it's the song Wife Won't Wait For You. And that's kind of what got me really into it. It was actually. The music video was produced by Jack Osborne, which is his son. Um, Walk Off the Earth is another one that I really, really enjoy. They're, for, they're out of Toronto. Uh, YouTube band. They got really famous back about five or six years ago um, with the song, with, with their cover of Someone That You Used to Know. On like the seven, it was five people, one guitar. Oh, I liked that cover. That was really fun. That was yeah. uh, creative. Yep, they're actually very popular right now. They actually opened the last year. They did the Canada Day um, concert in Ontario on stage in front of the Parliament Hill. So, but yeah, they're very, very good and very talented. They're still posting today. Um, That's a good way to get some recognition. That's what Ellie Golden kind of did: is do some covers first and then do your own shit. Oh, they they're still doing covers. They do a mix of both. Um, My favorite right now is their cover of "Girls Like You" by Adam Levine. Um, others that I really enjoy, like Welcome, like songs that I love, are like Welcome to the Black Parade. Other songs by Foo Fighters, Lindsey Sterling, Peter Hollins. Yeah, it's that type of thing for me. But yeah, that's pretty much all me. I like like Tyler. I have way too many things that I love. Like I like 
it kind of gets hard to narrow everything down, but these are kind of my currents. I really like the, these ones, and that's kind of what I like to listen to. I listen to a lot of punk lately. I've noticed I have a p- punk playlist. But anyway, um, Robert, what about you? Okay, so to go and continue the theme of way too much shit to talk about. <laughs> no, um, th- this is kind of a tough one, but I think also kind of makes a point. You know, we're, as humans, we're not uh, Yu-Gi-Oh characters. You know, we don't just go and play with one type of card deck. Me and my Brooklyn accent take offense to that. (laughs) (laughs) I think of a retort, but it hurts my head to do this Brooklyn accent, Yugi. Let's settle this with a children's card game. (laughs) Yugi, my voice gives me strength. (laughs) Ah, damn it. Brooklyn (laughs) rage. (laughs) Brooklyn rage. Screw the money, I have rules. No, but I mean, seriously, like, I, I actually kind of find it interesting when the discussion comes up uh, about interest in music. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like everybody actually does listen to a variety of different types of music. And yet people still look at you weird when you go and say, man, I listen to a little bit of everything. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't just play with bug or dinosaur cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! I, you know, kind of like to play with a mix of things because different things have different advantages. Just like with music, different... (laughs) (laughs) So, Rob, what would you say is your current favorite band? Ah, I I can actually tell you who my favorite is. It it never really changes on there. It's less than Jake. I've Uh been into those guys for a long time. Yep, (laughs) I know. Oh, oh, um, yeah, so Scott, uh, I want to talk about Scott. I was recently listening to uh, Goldfinger. Mm. And yeah, their current drummer is... um, uh, um, why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Blink-182 drummer. Wait, what? Really? Travis. Yeah. Travis Barker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's what? Travis Barker right now. Their newest album is Travis Barker as their drummer. Wild. I and had no kinda, idea. Yeah, and they've, they're not as, like, a couple of those songs are still ska songs, but they've also dropped some horns for about half their songs, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was this no, negative I had, album. I, I, had, I didn't realize that. No, that's cool, but yeah, they're, I don't know. So, yeah, I like punk. I like ska. I really love classic rock. Amy has been in the car with me, so she knows that I enjoy the show tunes a lot. Uh, Pretty much anything that Alan Menken did, I can go and say, yep, I've sung that. Uh, What's your um, quick question? I know you haven't been drunk in a long, long time, but what's your car drunk song? Here's the sad part. You really don't even need to be car drunk to go and do that. <laughs> I, know, I know, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is going to sound. have one. I know exactly. He, know, he knows which. I think that's he knows which. car one. drunk song. That's just a singing car song. Yeah. No. I Don't drive drunk, kids. Yeah. I don't know why you brought up drunk driving cole well not really drunk song but it's the one that you're like oh everybody's together we're going out to a party and we're singing on our way there like (laughs) i guess that's just like uh, it's bohemian rhapsody for us i know okay well yeah yeah, i mean wayne's world (laughs) yeah that's what you do so uh, a fun fact fun story fun story uh little little Uh, tangent here i'll let you get back to it uh when i first bought my car uh i was driving a golf i bought it at auction i didn't they had a custom or they had a, a aftermarket radio uh, stereo in it, but the, when they sold the car, the owner forgot to put the faceplate on it. It was one of the ones where you take the faceplate off. So I had a radio, but I didn't have a radio. So we were like, I got a new car. Let's go out to the bar. Or no, it was Boston Pizza we went out to. That's no, we, we went to Boston. the bar. This was the, remember, this is my birthday. I think we went out to Boston Pizza Bar. Because we, we were going first, to Boston Pizza then, yeah. all the time. Uh, so I was picked up uh, my friend Cole and my friend uh, Zach uh, Zach. Wait, wait, hold you on know. a second. Are you actually admitting that Cole's your friend? Uh, in this scenario, he is. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so we were in the car and we're like, we don't have music because I don't have a radio right now because I don't have the faceplate. But it's the guy, this, this uh, previous owner was like, yeah, no, I'll get it to you. So I eventually did get it. But um, we were just like, well, it's, we're driving. Let's just fucking start singing. So we just sing that 
song, just Bohemian Rhapsody, because everyone knows the words of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, we finished the whole song. We actually. did finish the song. Yeah. You, just, you, you know, know it for six song. minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my little story. That's why that's like a one of our singing songs. The other singing song is Biel's a Boss by Tenacious D. <laughs> we used to sing that in mechanics. So when we were as a mechanics, uh, we were we worked in mechanic class in high school. So when we would just break out that song, and then everyone would just be like, "Drop what you're doing," you just rush over, then you just start singing the whole thing. But only the first half, because the second half isn't very good at that song, and then no one will remember the words for the second half. So, uh. Anyways, Rob, go continue. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody because Wayne's World. Because uh, I'm old, and that Did really resonated that that with all of us. That he had that. Uh, he had actually had to fight for that song. I believe that they wanted Guns <laughs> and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's one, uh, and the other one, and I wish that John was here because he can testify to the fact that this has actually happened. We had a friend for a long time and we would meet up most Fridays after work and we just end up going to honestly anywhere we could go and get a good burger. So sometimes it was one-on-one, sometimes it was, you know, Applebee's, which, okay, good is probably a questionable thing, but you know, it works. Um, and more than once we would bust out and just go and break out some show tunes. And the worst one was when... It's when me and this other guy that John and I knew would duke it out singing What Is This Feeling from Wicked. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. We would just, mm, we handed up in the car all the time. Uh, but show tunes are some of the most fun ones to do because there's multiple parts in some songs and you can have multiple people doing the stuff on there. Exactly. It's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. And we have had some ruckus times doing that sort of stuff. So okay. show tunes works for that reason. But honestly, I sing in my car a lot mm -hmm. and there is no, yeah, no, there, there is no consistency to what goes playing. I just hit shuffle and one minute it's the real big fish. The next minute it's Billy Joel, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Foreigner. Next time it's yeah, for and yeah. then next time it's the uh, next it's time Tom it's Petty. Legally Blonde, the musical, and then it's Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's uh, Safe Ferris, and then everybody's just like, "Who the hell is this? This is good. It's just like a Safe Ferris." It's like I don't know who the hell that is. It's just like I like Fuck you. It's it's, <laughs> it's good. It's good. I like it. It's like you go down to ska music and then. Just oh, I love Scott. Tyler was well, the one who introduced me to Big Great Big Fish. Yeah. Well, did you say Great Big Fish? You did just say Great Big Fish. <laughs> did I oh. say Great Big Fish? Oh, great, great right. Big fish? Well, there's only one thing to do with fish. this situation here. Uh, that was a movie called Great Big Fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Real Big Fish is one ska band, and then oh, Great Big, big fish, C is a uh, folk band. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sadly, no longer um, playing together, but. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to keep muting the rest of this. This is going to be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, I mean, music variety is just a kind of a rough thing because, yeah, I listen to just about anything. You know, I'm not a huge fan of things like baby metal, but damn it if I won't listen to it when it comes on shuffle. Cool. cool. Still entertaining. Awesome. It's still good. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know. It's like yeah, good... that, yeah, it's not necessarily my thing, but it's something I enjoy enough to go and keep it on my shuffle listing. And that works well for me. And I can say that about a lot of music. Like, I mean, Lesson Jake is my favorite band of all time. Uh, Journey, I've just got some weird connections to <laughs> just because, yeah. <laughs> just because of where I grew up and all that stuff. And uh, my father's connections to a couple of the guys that are in it. It's, there's, there are a lot of great bands that I really love, and yet every one of them still has a song that I absolutely despise. <laughs> but that's so, like anybody, though. Well, that that's just it, and I mean, even the best bands have had a dud, and I mean that in terms of albums and songs. So yeah, yeah. I mean, my God, there's even some new kids in the block music that this old man still kind of enjoys humming along to once in a while. <laughs> you know, they had a bunch of hits. 
Also, Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> it's funny because I have Chinese food. in the distance. <laughs> it's funny it because like, the verse. <laughs> Amy, Amy, what kind of music do you like? I broke it down for everyone years ago, and I Ooh. stick to it. Favorite female artist, favorite male artist, favorite band. All right. My favorite female. So I'm a dancer. I've been dancing for 12 years. So I like music that makes me feel something in this cold, dark void that is my heart or something I can dance to. Um, I love that that's the barrier between the two of them. That's what I like. That's why I like this a lot of- This is the chasm that needs to be crossed. I like a lot of shitty pop music because I'm like, I can dance to this. Uh, and then I like a lot of like emotional, sad music and people are like, Amy, this is kind of a downer. Why are you listening to this? And it's weird because I'm kind of a peppy person, but I like sad music. Um, my favorite female artist is Sia. Uh, I've liked her since I was 16, so I'm a hipster. Uh, I, own, I own all of her CDs. I really like Sia, uh, but Kesha is a close second because she's like my slutty alter ego. What am I talking about? She's just like me. <laughs> um, I just, I own all of her CDs too. Uh, and she's just fun. So I guess that's the dance and feel different uh sides of it because Sia's music used to be a lot more like she was an artist for 10 years with kind of medium success before she had her commercial success with Chandelier and a few other songs Elastic Heart all of the I don't need dollar bills to have fun cheap thrills <laughs> uh she, you know and she was one of those artists like another way I would describe my music taste is the songs they play at the end of medical dramas mm. You know, when they're doing a montage and all the characters are reflecting or one of them's doing surgery and then you'd see them tell the person they didn't make it through surgery with no audio and it's tense. Yeah, that song. Um, my favorite male artist is Damien Rice. Uh, his music just fucking like breaks me down. Like it's so beautiful. And he releases albums that have lyrics that reference other songs on the albums or reference like his whole music library has references to his other songs. Uh, it's just, it's really cool. Um, I just, Damien Rice is in like, his voice is so full of emotion. Like he's one of those people. I love his music but I would get so annoyed hanging out with him because he seems like kind of a, like I'm overly emotional dude. You're like, get over it. But listening to it, I'm like, Oh yes. Oh, it's so delicate. You just uh, described my thing with Michael Buble. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't hang out with you, but I will give you money and buy your CDs. Uh, if you're ever feeling like a good listen of a whole CD, Oh, is wonderful. Um, the song accidental babies, which is a weird name for a song. Uh, like, Every time I hear it, I want to cry. It's so beautiful. So fucking beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful songs ever. Um, favorite band is... Oh, Kate. hold on. Okay. I know what it is. What is it? It's got to be New Kids on the Block, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the type. It's, it's Cake. It's Cake. Ah. I like Cake. Uh, I like their song, Shut the Fuck Up. I I think everybody <laughs> should write. Oh, this is a Christian I, podcast here. Where is my good Christian podcast? I think everybody should find a song that uh, not just everybody on the podcast, everybody should have a song that if they were going to dedicate a song to themselves, they would know what it is. You know what I mean? Like I, if I was going to be like, this is a song from my girl, Amy. Uh, love you, boo. You know? Uh, mine would either be Let Me Go by Cake, uh, which is like, anyway, or um, Anna Begins by Counting Crows, and they're also one of my favorite bands is Counting Crows. Of course, as soon as you said like said that, I immediately started like the one song, I can't remember who does it. I don't know if this is the same song, but it's like, if you love me, let you me go. Oh, no, it's not that one. Uh the song's like, let me go and I will want you more. Um, it's like, when she talks, she moves her mouth instead of her lips. When she talks, she when she walks, she moves her legs instead of her hips. I don't even know. I don't even know why, but I'm like, if someone was going to write a song about me, this would be it. Uh, men have written songs about me. I have like five songs about me, by the way. Oh, um, really? 
I do. I do. I used to be really into dating musicians. Actually, uh, fun fact, I have yet to date somebody who does not play an instrument. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. So we'll see. It's on the um, it's on the required resume. <laughs> it is. If you want to be with me, you have to play an instrument. All I know is right now I just want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know why musicians just do it for me. Uh, but yeah, those are my favorite songs. Or favorite bands. Oh, I also listen to a lot of Eminem and Nicki Minaj. I like to rap. <laughs> We've noticed. Um, there's um, 21 Pilots. There's only like a few other songs that I like. Like 21 Pilots, there's uh, one particular song I, song I really like. I can never remember the name off the top of my head. Heathens? Oh, hold on, I gotta look it up now. 21 Jump Pilots Made of Stone? I kind of hate that style of music, to be honest. It's just all sounds very boring and the same. A lot of hip-hop now is just music to get high to. Stressed like, out. Oh, stressed out. Yeah, that's the other one. It's stressed literally out. Heathens are stressed out, and that's like the two main songs. Big ones, them. yeah. Yeah. Like, um, um, there's a third song. Uh, dirty, messy something. Dirty, messy something. Yeah, I can't remember. Dirty, messy love? I don't know. Something like that. My favorite song that's been a favorite song for a long time is I really like the song Round Here by Counting Crows. And the way I listened to it is I listened to... uh, If you listen to the original version and then wait a month and then listen to the live version that is six minutes long and then wait a month and then listen to the nine minutes long live version. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I discovered them years apart and it's just like, ah, oh, it's so lovely. Round here is beautiful. <clears throat> Sorry. I like emotional music for I myself am emotional. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, that's it. There's lots of uh, fucking music all over the place. Um, also, I guess I can't end my turn without being like, do I listen to all sorts of music? You don't listen to all sorts of music, though. I do. You do, I guess. You don't know my life. I don't, I don't know what you're about. You don't know me. I don't know where you come from. I don't know where you're going. You're I don't know where you come from. Cutting Eye Joe. Where do you come from? Where do you go? Where do you come from? Cutting Eye Joe. I can't. I can never. That particular song, that was like school dances all the bloody time. Yeah, that one was always. And same with blue. I'm blue. Da ba da ba da. Yo, listen up. I would change into all blue and play the floor is lava and put that song on repeat. I had the the single. <laughs> Yo, oh, God. listen up. Here's a story about a little guy. I would request that song at the roller rink while I rollerbladed. Oh God. Yeah, so nineties. We do. I also do have like oh, there. It's a lot of variety. I have songs for different occasions. Uh, like I do have a bunch of songs. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. There's so much to go with. I could talk. I could talk about ska music with Rob all the time. I could talk about metal music because I talk. Uh, 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 Nigel and I talk about. Oh, Rob, you're very loud. Uh, Nigel. Rob, I can hear everything around you. You like all of a sudden just got very high gain noise. I don't know how. Oh, jeez, you're loud. <laughs> um, yeah. I think his. I think I think his thing came. His uh, microphone came undone. Oh, a big thing. Uh, a big thing that's I've been doing right now recently is I've been playing Fallout. So like all the music in Fallout's a big one too. Is like oh, yeah. all the nineteen fifties and such. And so everyone's loving the song. Uh, um, uh, what's the name of the song actually? Uh, Country. Country Road. Country Road, Country Road by Ben Yeah, that's a big one. So and like just all the nineteen fifties music era stuff the decade stuff i don't know it's just it's so i can go down so many like i also like listening to uh like some ccr is really good uh oh clear clear uh credence clear water revival yes yeah um 
Yeah. I don't know. It's just there's lots of everything. It's Can you crazy. still hear everything? No, you're good now. Okay, that was weird. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you're better now. All right, good. <laughs> weird. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, I was going to talk about uh, hip-hop music. Uh, like listening to lo-fi hip-hop music where it's like some chill beats. That's always a good one to go to. I like putting that stuff on. Like uh, some bands, Pretty Lights, uh, Grammatic. Those are good good bands to go check out and look. Man, I, I could just... I could just name things up or like ultra was it uh what's the name of the style of music the retro wave so listen to things like carpenter brunt b-r-u-n-b-r-u-t which is like the retro wave so it's like 80 synth which is like a new kind of genre of music so i would put that like another thing is like we would i play tabletop so i always have a lot of folk irish folk music to put on for those but when i was doing shadow run i had a whole bunch of like retro synth wave to put on for that because it's very like yeah like 80s synth but like the modern day so anything that feels mm-hmm. cyberpunky that's what that is man i just tons of music just ask me so, all day about it so i'm just kind of curious here going into cole's rather abstract questions very abstract. that's just have a song that as soon as it comes on, you just can't help but start singing along. Like the one Yo, song is just like, whoa. Yes. Story oh, God. Copperhead Road. Oh. Copperhead Road is mine. These these are the songs that I like to refer to as like karaoke songs because there is a, a special brand of music that is like sing along, shower songs, car songs, karaoke songs that everyone just knows the words to that you can just put on. That's just like, you love singing them and you everyone knows the words too. So yeah, th- those are good ones. Those are great. Like um uh my key karaoke songs. What the fuck was it? I had I had a list of them. I even had a playlist today that I put on that was just like songs. Every time the next song came on, you just you had to sing to it. It was uh oh give me a second, I'll look it up. You it sounds feels, like it could it, it sounds like it could be one of those try not to sing along playlists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easily one of those. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you're not talking about things like the Hammerman intro. Hammerman intro. Do 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 do. Nope. Do, do. <laughs> that's can't touch this. Yeah, that's that's MC. Uh, well, it's MC Hammer. I mean, it was his cartoon. Really, like, you guys don't know Hammerman? Hammerman. I don't, I don't think, think so. Hammer, right? Oh my I god. Too too legit. Too legit to quit. <laughs> <laughs> hey 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 hey. <laughs> no, that's like, it's just songs that you know. Uh, songs to sing in the shower? I don't know. It's just like these songs come on. You're like, oh, fuck, I know these ones. And you just, it hits you. Like things like, oh, oh, I got a list of them. Here we go. Uh, Black Betty, uh, Turning Back Japanese, uh, I Ran So Far Away, Whip It. All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Jump by Van Halen. Like these by are the just. Way, have you ever just, like? Come on. Th- there was a video that I saw. I forgot by Toto. Um, have you ever seen the Jump Around by House of Pain? Smash Mouth song in like five, like you know, in different styles. Uh-huh. But it was Kung Fu Fight. It's all right. I just, I'm just <laughs> like like the sound of um like All Star song in the style of Chain Smokers. What are you talking about? What are you? What are you? What are you talking? Have you ever? Yeah, seen I'm a little lost here too, Cole. What? Okay. What it, Cole, what it was? It was a collection of videos. A lot of um YouTube. of all. St- uh, yeah. So a lot of your his music is like covers. Yeah, that's but another what, genre I do like though. It's like I do like covers a lot. I listen to a lot of covers. So, but like the way my covers are, um, it's not right to call them covers because when people play covers, it's like, oh, that band sounds they're covering this song but kind of in their style, but still, it's still like the same genre. When I like covered stuff, I like listening to metal covers of stuff or punk covers of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a punk band playing a pop song. So like yeah. the, all, all the punk goes pop albums. I have all of those. I listen to yeah. all of those. But no, what it was is that, is that when you mentioned All Star, what it, tri- it, it reminded me of a small video that I saw not too long ago. And what it was is that it was playing. It, you, okay, you know how all, the All Star song is the opener theme for Shrek, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So what it did is that it took All Star and that theme, and then what it did is that it changed the song. It as it progressed, it would change into different styles of of singing. Oh. Like for example, they sung it like like you know the band Chainsmokers. You're just talking about ten second songs. No, no, no. This is not ten second songs. This was somebody else. Ten second songs is awesome though. Yes, he is really no. good though. But it's just that everyone knows ten second songs is, don't they? Yeah, pretty sure they do. If you don't check him out, he just plays a song and then plays it in like twenty different styles. And he has fabulous hair. He does have fabulous yeah. hair. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yep. 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 No, I liked I liked he did a collab with Seth Everman for uh oh what song was it? Was it it was I think it was All Stars. I think he covered All Stars or something. I haven't seen that one if that's the case, but I bet yeah. it's probably awesome. Yeah, him and Seth Everman, I think they did two covers. Um yeah, and it, they, they are funny. So yeah. check them out. Seth oh. Everman does a lot of if you ever if you don't know who Seth Everman is. Uh, you may have seen one of his videos. He is very popular for doing uh, video game sound. What's it called? Video game soundtrack. And Something like playing, that, yeah. Yeah, just like starting a game. And he's just on a keyboard going, and then he goes, level one, earth, uh, fire level. And then oh. he's, yeah. Random, mm-hmm. random racing. Did you have the good first place for no particular reason? Mm-hmm. All right, water but level. Then, um, there is hates. one other thing that I would like to mention. Um, uh, but yeah, there is a, actually going back to ten second songs. There is a there is a YouTuber called Rumi. He did a version. Uh, he they had one beat, but they played they did they sung twenty different songs on top of it. It's actually really good. So I'll send you guys the link. Oh, but that's, anyways, that's though, uh, yeah, because that's the thing where pop songs they all have the same chord and progression style so you can use it yeah. so you can play the same thing yeah, for all of them yeah exactly but anyways though thank you i think it's time to wrap this up though yeah. thank you so cigar much box, cigar box folk that's a good one too. listen to that go listen to cigar box anyway, it's like everyone dark. thank you so much for joining hey, us hey, gold all... gold just if you, if you do, if do you... it do a dry outro okay don't, don't worry about going and rolling into it just do a dry outro on there if you if you if you play red dead redemption listen to dark country because that's the perfect music for it that makes sense. Dead Redemption comes with the perfect music. How dare you? Ha! I still have not gotten around to it yet. Neither have I. Okay, here we go. And so thank you once again, everyone here, for joining us once again on Turbo, a Soccer Rangers podcast. We always greatly appreciate whenever you're able to join us for us our rambles and talking about things that we love and enjoy so if you want to check out more of us you can check out our back catalog on google play music instagram not instagram um like whoa wait uh, when did we start uploading on instagram (laughs) um itunes and also on um and soundcloud until the end of the year and also hopefully soon spotify um, also, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always give us send shoot us an email at soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com. And also, like I mentioned earlier on in the show, please give if you want to share your favorite bands or your favorite songs, feel free to join us. Send that all our way and we might and we'll see what what we think. Sounds good to me. Also, if you um you can also check out our Instagram, uh, which is soccer rangers or Twitter, soccer check rangers. Out my Instagram. Of course, you can always check out Cosplay Me on uh, <laughs> on Instagram as well. It's She's not spelled the lovely. way you think. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, you know, there's another Cosplay Me who spells it how you think, and she has like ten times as many likes as me. Hopefully, she's not getting all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but also thank um but also please come back anytime. We are always happy to have you. We will see you next time on Soccer Rangers Turbo.